1: What's good, my name is Chris Stiles. this is Trapping Anonymous, brand new episode I know it's been a while, I had y'all waiting for a good amount of time But um, I wanted to take my time with releasing this episode I feel like this episode is going to affect so many on um, on a positive level um, I think it's going to be a lot of things that you're going to get out of this story <clears throat> um, It's going to you know, touch people uh, on a personal level as well, I feel like Um, So many people are dealing with and have dealt with this topic. I think it's always such a big topic, even on like social media and away from social media. Every time you bring up um, the topic of rape, um, you get all kinds of responses. You get all kinds of questions. You get all kinds of answers, um, all kinds of views. Well, today you guys are going to get one person's story and, you know, not for us to completely judge um, this person's story, but just see what we can get from it and how we can grow from it um, as a society, as a culture whatever. And, you know, just help bring about awareness um, to this kind of topic, to this kind of thing. My name is Chris Styles. This is Trapping Anonymous. It's only entertainment. Please don't get me indicted. Let's get it. Yo, uh, what's up?
0: Hey, how you doing? A little nervous.
1: Yeah, it's not. Um, it's very common for my guests to be um, nervous, and you know, it, I don't think that is anything that you should be completely worried about. <laughs> Try to make sure that we. Make it as comfortable as possible. And you know what I'm saying? You're going to be fine. It's like therapy. Traveling anonymous is definitely therapy, right? Okay, so what is rape to you? What is, if you could define rape in you know, the most simplest terms, what is it?
0: A sexual act against the wishes of a victim.
1: The wishes of a victim. Okay, so you have a girl... She drinks a bunch of liquor in a party. She's turned up. She comes on to a guy that's not drunk. She's like, you know, trying to come on to him, trying to have sex with him. He's like, nah, girl, cut it out. You're a little drunk. I'm not trying to do that. Eventually, he gives in. He has sex with the girl. She wakes up. She doesn't remember a thing. Is that rape? Right? Well,
0: by my own definition, No. Yeah. No. No, because by my own definition, it's against the wishes of the victim. And if you're telling me that she's pushing herself on him multiple times and he's pushed her off multiple times.
1: Does it become the job of Mm. the guy to now be like, you're too drunk? I can't do this because in a
0: perfect world. Yes.
1: But in real life.
0: It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't,
1: it doesn't happen that way. This is my thing. I think this is what stops us from having honest conversations about topics like this, right? Everyone's worried about being politically correct because it's such a sensitive topic. People don't want to actually say how they personally feel about it. People always want to say, well, you know, you know, technically this, that, and No, 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 no. Tell me how you feel. Tell me what you think. Tell me based on your experiences, you know what I'm saying, what, what's the deal? Because if we're talking about college, this, this shit goes on in college all the time. Girls will get drunk. They, they sip the punch. You know what I'm saying? They go wild crazy. They end up having sex. They don't remember. Yada, yada, yada. This happens. And now they are the victim of something, right? And... You know, I just remember being in college and it was um, these guys from a university that I got charged with rape. And after the cops did their extensive research, just on the third, it, whatever, whatever happened, it, it boiled down to it wasn't rape. You know what I'm saying? And I think the more we can sit down and be like, all right, let's not just say what we don't think will offend anyone. Let's say how we really feel. That we can get a better grasp and we can do the education so that other people could be like, next time he's in another dude is in a position, he gonna be like, nah, I'm good. Shorty Wilin. Cause I've been in predicaments when, yo, we ain't nope. nope I, I'm I good definitely
0: to. agree that you have to hold people accountable. hmm Um, but I can't I can't claim, so, I mean, I can't, um, not claim, I can't say someone raped someone else, basically, when that person wanted it.
1: No matter what, under what? And
0: it sounds, because, I mean, I guess that's the excuse that a lot of, uh, rapists use. She wanted it, but the, what you described to me no, that, that's okay. not
1: rape, no. And I think in vice versa, because we don't hear many stories about what if a guy is really drunk, mm. right? And he mm. comes on to a girl that might want him or whatever the case may be. And, you know, he ends up having sex with her. And, and what, he wakes, wakes up, up the next day?
0: And and he's like,
1: what happened? Mm. And she's like, oh, we had sex. Do, do she, can he say she raped me? he go to court can he get her jailed people don't want to talk about you know the the flip side of the coin because if we're going to talk universally and that's not to downplay anybody's situation but i really um i want to know how people feel about that specifically
0: yeah i mean it's hard to answer a question like that because you you do think especially uh being a victim of sexual abuse myself you don't want to send the wrong message. you don't wanna uh offend other people that have gone through you know right but in I mean so I don't let basically my experience shape how I feel about what I feel is right and what I feel is wrong.
1: describe for me the first time you've been sexually abused. do you remember
0: <clears throat> uh through regression therapy, I remember. Uh, Regression
1: therapy, what is that?
0: It is a form of therapy where basically you're hypnotized. They hypnotize you? And you go back and um, they kind of walk, they put you in a situation, um, in an event that you remember, and they kind of make you work backwards. And, um, you know, when people asked me, not people, when uh, the first two therapists that I had asked me, um, my response was always six years old, but after that, I, you know, after therapy, I realized that it's just, I mean, for just as...
1: Six years old? As
0: long as I can remember, actually, it started before I was six. Six is the first event that I remembered before therapy.
1: Because to be honest, I can't remember shit from. I don't know. I can't tell you what happened at six years old but when you're dealing with traumatic trauma and traumatic experiences, Mm -hmm. obviously these are things that probably lay dormant in your mind and um, hard to get over if you ever could get over it. Um, So they bring you to this therapy and you can trace back to this very day
0: this. I can no I can't I can't I can't tell I can't go back to the very first day or the very first time that it happened but um I mean it brought me back to as, just as far back as I can remember I mean, was I was I was a, I was, a, I was 4 years old and um I'd been left in his house This is my uncle I'd been left Your in his uncle Yeah i had been uh left in his house Um, His wife and him used to babysit. We used to live right across the street from each other in Queens. Um, And um, I just remember him unzipping his pants and putting my mouth on his penis.
1: This is a grown ass man.
0: Yes, this is a, I don't, I mean, he's like 60 now so I mean yes
1: he's like 60 now it, at that age you don't know what the fuck you even like you don't even know what's going on they so in for him I, it,
0: I don't I mean I, I none I don't I don't nothing I know nothing about private parts I know nothing
1: do you think that this does he have kids
0: yes uh not yet he didn't have any children yet
1: Oh shit! Okay, so is your mother making you go over there? Uh, it's like, is he n- like your babysitter?
0: Yeah, like uh, we, my whole family has always lived very close by to each other. Okay. Everybody has keys to everybody's house. You know, so this is um, nothing. So and so got home soon. You know, got mm-hmm. home before this one came home from work. So they'll pick the, you know, the child up and take him home, and somebody will grab him. You know? Okay, so
1: this man pulls out his private part. He forces you
0: he just honestly i mean at that at that age what can what can what can a four five six year old really do nothing right so nothing. so in my mind just, at that point i think it was just i don't know like a like a sickness a fetish like he just i
1: i that is fucking insane and i honestly feel like you're your story now is the story of so many just because it usually starts within the family it usually starts with a cousin an uncle mm. a brother a parent you know what I'm saying some or a family friend someone who is extremely close you know what I'm saying someone not even a stranger like
0: it's always who you least expect
1: it's always who you least expect so you're four years old okay how long does this go on for
0: Uh, I finally fought him off and fought back at 14. 14? Was I? Right
1: so befo- from yeah. four?
0: Right before I started high school.
1: To 14?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How often would this go on?
0: Every time I saw him, every day. And, and if I saw him every day one week, then it would happen every day. If I saw him twice in one week, it happened twice a week. Every time they saw each other. Every time every time he had the opportunity to get me along, sorry.
1: So, as you're growing up, you know, the years are going by.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, I honestly, I didn't really know about sex till I was probably like, like, no gas. <laughs> like, really knowing what sex is, what it's about, all of that shit probably like 13, 14. I probably I right, oh, that's sex. Like whoa, that's disgusting. Like it was so it was nasty to us. Like we, we ain't look at it like you know what I'm saying, anything deeper than that. And like I'm I I can consider myself a late bloomer. I think I had first time I had sex was 16. So I lose my virginity at 16. At this at this point in time, you just know Every time I see this guy, he's going to have me perform all sex on him. You don't even know what it is at this time. Uh,
0: Well, it, it graduated from just, you know, from that to uh, him making me touch him, making me jerk him off to um, actually playing with my private parts. Not to uh, get too gross. Like, is he like ejaculating? Yes.
1: What the fuck? Yes. This nigga is a fucking sicko. Okay, so... At what point did you realize... I'm having oral sex with this guy? Mm,
0: I... You know what, I... That I, I mean, I can't tell you when I realized that it was wrong.
1: Right, did, was he, like, telling you, like, don't tell nobody?
0: All the time. That was the, it was like, I mean, it would start with a candy. Here, don't tell, don't tell, Mm. don't tell mom, don't tell grandma. And if you tell, if you tell. All right,
1: cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Well. Hold it down. No, I mean. We do anything for candy as kids.
0: Think think when you're a kid and and you're begging your mom for 25 cents to go to the corner store.
1: Mom, what I got to do? Cool. All right. And that's how he's treating
0: It's like I was being rewarded to allow him to do these things to me.
1: And keep it a secret, of course.
0: And to keep it a secret. And he'd tell me how, you know, how it would kill certain people in my family to find out what was going on. And and you you have to be very careful. You have to be very careful, remember? Or or no more candy, (laughs) you know?
1: You know, like, um, I feel like... (sighs) I really feel like It's almost like a, a, well, it is brainwashing, right? Like, even like how I feel like religion, let's take religion, for example. You know to get up every day, every Sunday, put on your good clothes, go to church, worship the Lord, go to Sunday school, Bible school, whatever, come home, blah, blah, blah. From a kid, I was taught to get up and go to church every single day, right? So by the time I'm an adult, this is the norm. Religion, Christianity, Jesus, all of this, this is the norm. There was no choice for me. I couldn't say, oh, I wanted to believe in uh, Buddha or, hey, oh, I wanted to believe in some other deity, right? I, I was born into Christianity. That's what I'm going to be when I'm getting older. There's no real choice. For me, this guy is brainwashing you, Right? He's taking away your choice to even whether you know what it is or not know what it is it's like this is the norm your your childhood this was the norm growing up like
0: this Hello, is Hello doctor. <laughs>
1: no, nah, not even not even on no doctor shit but like Absolutely. That was normal.
0: Absolutely. I'll tell you this before I I, I mean I I started um kind of feeling weird and um just like it was like something was off mm. like i like i but i didn't know how to stop it i didn't know how i didn't i didn't know like i didn't know what he would do i didn't know what i was supposed to do i didn't know i i didn't know if he would then himself tell certain people and make it seem like i wanted it you know what mm. i mean like i you you don't know how to i didn't know how to end it I had no, I I just, so I let it go on for years and years and it wasn't.
1: I so mean, when you say graduate, I'm sorry I cut you off. He's now playing with your private parts. Yes. And at that age, you're like, oh, okay, what is
0: this? At that age, I mean, this was tough for me to, um, this was tough for me to, 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 understand but how does i mean if you ask any woman right now how does it feel when someone plays with your pussy right (laughs) it feels good
1: oh it's pleasant i'm a
0: kid like i i'm i'm learning how to feel good before Mm. a 17 18 year old 19 year old 20 year old Mm. 21 year old woman like Mm -hmm. i'm learning that this feels good Mm. maybe i mean
1: maybe i am supposed to be doing this exactly Nah,
0: I've actually And that And, 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 that that and obviously that, ha- that started to happen when he started to play with me because most of the, I mean, up until I would say, <sighs> up until maybe seven, eight years old, it was all him. It was like me touching him, him jerking off to just touching me or me putting my mouth on his dick. You know, I mean, at that point, you're not really sucking the man's dick. I mean, I'm a child, Mm. you know, but I guess just having my mouth on his dick made him feel good, you know? Mm. Um, And then it was, I mean, at that, and then at eight, seven, eight years old, then it's, to me, then it's, you know, my body feels good. Mm. Now I'm just like, hmm. And it went from just playing with it to actually eating my pussy while I'm, like, eight fuck? years old, nine years old, ten years old. I mean. This
1: nigga. How old was he at the time? He was.
0: I don't. I mean, I really. I feel like. He well, I don't want to even
1: disclose your age because people is crazy. And they'll start doing the math. and
0: do- <laughs> <laughs>
1: People are motherfucking crazy. They'll start. Doing the math um, I'm not even gonna um, You know Yes um, So this guy This grown ass man Is eating A child's vagina Mm
0: -hmm.
1: On a constant basis Mm -hmm. At this point He's pleasing you Mm -hmm. This was never something that was bad
0: And What made it even worse for me um, As an adult was that not only did he graduate sexually, he graduated in the reward system too? You know mm. how he was giving me candy. Now he's giving me money. Now, now mm-hmm. I'm a, you know, now I'm a ten year old kid with a hundred dollar bill, and no one has any idea how the from... fuck I have a hundred dollars. No one knew.
1: And this is, and you're saying this is often. This is like.
0: This is often. This is. I mean, I, as as a. As an adolescent, as a teenager, I think um, it became less frequent. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, How do you think this affects you as an adult?
0: <laughs> you know, I always say that I'm thankful that it didn't affect me sexually. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't. I'm, I'm not a sex fiend. I'm mm-hmm. not like I don't have weird sex fetishes. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not a sex addict. Yeah. Um, so it didn't affect me in that way but um it made me hold everything in the way I held that in so i hold everything in until i can't hold something in anymore and then i just blow up at oh shit
1: because he made you hold this in constantly don't say nothing hold it down and you probably wanted to say something exactly especially if you're like if as a kid naturally we be bragging
0: Listen. Once I once I got to eight nine years old, I realized that this was and I and I but I, again I told you I, I didn't know how to stop it. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. didn't know what to do. I didn't. I mean,
1: you're eight years old. Let's be real. You're nine years old. Of course, you don't know how to stop it. There's people that are <clears throat> fucking adults, <laughs> right? That are you know, doing whatever they're doing in life, right? And it could be something that they're enjoying. It could be something that's rewarding them because this is not a bad thing at this age. You know what I mean? You could say that you probably thought like, hey, this is probably wrong, but the good outweighed the bad.
0: No, I I, I mean, I, for me, when I, keeping it quiet it became more about not hurting people that i knew like oh, just wow. like he said so and so would die if if like i mean you have to be really careful you have to be really care i can't i mean those are the biggest i mean you have have you, to be careful so and so would i mean you know this would kill so and so
1: have you ever found yourself seeking it seeking what the sexual acts like hey like wanting to be around him or around no,
0: oh, oh no no, no. I, I i um i cannot be around him and I was forced to be around him at family functions. I was forced to be around him.
1: I'm talking about as this holiday. was going along while this was going on.
0: Oh, actually. Yes. Mm. Yes. There were, yeah, there were times where I actually, yes, wow. where I wanted it. I like, I, I wanted that feeling down mm. there. Yeah. That's,
1: that is, um, psychologically like this, it's, it's hard to grasp. It really is. So, what age did it stop?
0: 14. I was being sent off to high school um, out of the States. Okay. Um, and I remember I came home from school. Mm-hmm. And uh, no one was home. And about twenty minutes in, I hear you know the door basically and someone coming in, and it was my uncle. I ran into my grandmother's room because I had been at that point. I had already been like literally crying and like f- fighting myself and praying to God. I had start I had started going to church mm-hmm. um, and just praying to like help me stop this, how do I stop this? Oh, like, shit. how do I, ma- how do I, how do I make it stop? Mm. And, um, you know, he, he kind of like, I don't, I don't remember, I think he was trying to like make a joke or, and I just told him to stay away from me and I ran to my grandmother's room. Mm. And he followed me and he tried to open the door and I shut the door. And at that point, it then it became... That was the first time that he was fighting me to, like... What the fuck? And, um... And I kept on, like, slamming the door on him, and, and, like, it was just like a push and pull. And when he finally got in, I just, um... I can't even remember what it was that I grabbed, but I just, I told him, if you touch me, I will scream that every single neighbor will hear me.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: And that man backed off and never touched me again. What? Never touched me again. Never touched me again.
1: Holy shit.
0: And that fucked me up even more. Why? Because I felt for years after that that I could have stopped it sooner.
1: If you would have just...
0: If I would have fought back.
1: So as a kid now, 14 years old, you're blaming yourself for something that he started from four, five, six years old.
0: I blamed myself till, I mean, for decades, I can say.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Therapy is how I stopped blaming myself.
1: What age did you go to therapy?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried my first therapy at 28, but I couldn't open up and I thought it was just stupid. Yeah. I couldn't, I like, you just sit there and they're asking you questions and you're like, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Oh, I'm okay.
1: <laughs> just like movies, <laughs> And then they
0: yeah. sit there and they look at you, well, why are you here, sweetheart? Right, right, right. <laughs> um, but it just, it, it wasn't successful and I, I didn't try it again for a couple of years and it wasn't until I was, uh, until two years after that, that i uh i went to two different therapists um and it was a man Mm -hmm. um the first man that i had the first male therapist that i had was the was my breakthrough
1: wow um which is weird (laughs) not really but we're gonna get back to that rewind you fight him off he never does it again what is it like being around him who are you talking do Are you telling anyone? Is anyone believing you take us through that
0: part? Mm. I didn't tell anyone until I was 16, two years after
1: that, two years after,
0: um, I feel like, uh, I feel like I had shared it with one of my cousins. Yeah. Um, but I didn't actually tell someone, and it was my mother, um, until I was 16 years old. Um, she did not believe me, or she acted like she didn't believe me. Straight up. Um, What's your
1: relationship with your mom at this time? Are y'all good? I do y'all... not have a... No, not right now, today, when you were 16, telling her.
0: Uh, I didn't have a good relationship with my mother. My uh-huh. mother was not very present. Okay. Um. So... Okay.
1: Yeah. So you tell your mom now. She's looking at you like, "Girl, shut mm-hmm, up." did mm-hmm. you lying.
0: Yes. So now I have to. I, I, there came a point where, um, I mean, I'm Hispanic. Hispanic people ask for blessings when someone walks in. You know, hey, uh, I don't even. I can't. I. I can't even say it. I mean, and, and there's no way to say it in English that it would okay. make sense. But, you you know, and they, you know, basically I was forced to do this to my uncle. Your uncle's here. You're not going to say hi? Oh. You know, like, and it, it, it was even worse for my mother. I feel like my mother made it even a bit like made it an, an even bigger issue. Your uncle's here.
1: After you told her? Yes.
0: Your uncle's here. Say, say. You know, ask for your blessing, so to speak. What the fuck? Um, and I mean, it just I I dealt with it until I was old enough to move out.
1: What age did you move out?
0: As soon as I turned eighteen.
1: Two years later.
0: Hmm. God
1: damn. Looking at him, you never like you. You fucking bastard, you know what you did to me?
0: Are you kidding me? Yes, I actually, I, I mean, I, I. when, in the beginning, when, when my mom would force it, or when my grandmother would be like, hey, your uncle's here, you didn't say, you didn't say hi to your uncle. I mean, my grandmother was oblivious, she had no idea, she has no idea. Um. But I'd look at him like, I fucking dare you. Mm. I, I dare you <laughs> to basically press this. Like, you know why I'm not saying what's up to you, basically. Mm.
1: He walks into where we are right now. What do you say to him?
0: He knows to walk out. Now he knows to walk out.
1: Have you forgiven him? No. Is it possible? No. Um, do you think that this holds you back in anything that you do?
0: I am blessed that I've been able to live my life Mm -hmm. and not feel affected. Very successful, by the way. (laughs) <laughs> let's let's be real. I
1: don't wanna I don't wanna sugarcoat it. You know what I mean? Very successful, doing your own thing, make your own money, don't need nobody for nothing. Please but don't ahead.
0: gas me because I'm crying. No,
1: nah, let's be real. Let's call it what it is. Go ahead.
0: Um Yeah, I mean all the gas in and now I don't know where we are. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
1: If you can right now, yes. the woman that you are right now, mm-hmm. she goes back to the younger you what do you say to her
0: tell somebody she wouldn't even uh, it's not your fault tell somebody
1: Mm. i feel like like i said in the beginning you have the story of so many are there any signs That a parent could look out for, that a brother could look out for, that a cousin could look out for. Here's
0: the thing, right, with my family and why I have no relationship with them currently. They knew.
1: (laughs) What do you mean they knew?
0: They knew. Because there was a situation recently where... um, Well, first of all, with regression therapy, I remembered multiple times where... There was one time, one time specifically, where he was on top of me, on the floor, on top of me, and my aunt walked in. <laughs> Your face, yes, I mean. Maybe, and you know what, now that I think about it, now that I think about it, maybe that's why I always felt like it was my fault. Because I remember, I remember that specific event, and it was like, what are you doing up under him? <laughs> never mind what are you doing on top of this eight-year-old child now you know what are you doing on top of her it's what are you doing under him mm. How did you, what, get up from under him what are you doing come out here
1: and you're naked
0: no, not naked, fully clothed. But like, this is a sickness. This is a sick man. Like, there were times where he just wanted to hump me, <laughs> mm. like dry hump. Like he would dry hump me sometimes. Sometimes he would just touch me. Sometimes he would make me suck his dick. Sometimes he would eat my pussy. Sometimes he would play with it. Sometimes he would actually put a finger in there. Like mm. it, it, it was never. I mean,
1: this nigga gotta is give it to
0: f- him for variety at least.
1: A fucking whack job. Like, do you think that you were the first do you think that you were the only do I th-
0: don't I don't know if I was the first if I was the first that I would man that would be hurtful because again if I would have stopped it maybe it wouldn't have happened to anybody else and I know that it happened to other girls I know he did it to other girls and I know that that's why God never gave him any women any girls as children mm. I, like I know for sure for sure that he sent it to other women. To other girls. Yes.
1: Such such a young
0: age. And to keep it going. He's a pedophile. He was obsessed with little kids. And their private parts. That shit bugs me out. That shit really bugs me the fuck out.
1: Like. Like. You start this. When. She's four, five, six years old. Five years later, nothing, nothing in your head clicks and says, you know what? I need to go through a transformation. She
0: can start talking now. I mean, there was, I mean, in my mind, like just as it like I, I've, I've tried to like think. I, there's nothing there's I don't I don't understand. There is no logic behind a sick there's no, I mean, there's really no logic.
1: What was the worst day for you?
0: Um, where a sexual act happened or just the worst day period for me? Where, know, where a sexual act
1: serious. happened with you,
0: um, you? I think that the worst day for me was the day I fought back. Yeah, because I, I I was literally fearing for my life. I, he that was the day that he was going to penetrate, and I fought him off. You like knew he it. Was, no, he he like when when he finally came in the room, he p- positioned himself on me, and he was taking his pants off, and it was even though you were it screaming, was, it was penetration. Like I, that's what was coming, and that's what made me just lose my mind. Like I lost my mind. I had never. I mean.
1: I didn't know how strong I was <laughs> that day. Mm. Wow. Um. Trapping anonymous. Raped anonymous.
0: Sexual um, abuse.
1: Yeah, you don't like to call it. You don't like <laughs> to call it rape. You like to call it sex, sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. I kind of think it's rape. I'm not gonna hold you because that shit is motherfucking nuts.
0: I don't know, maybe it's like my own way of telling myself
1: I've never you know been that real. I was lucky. <laughs> right. That I
0: was lucky that he never penetrated, but you know.
1: And I I just think every story <sighs> like this is a terrible one. I don't think there's even levels to this shit because this shit fucks you up mentally, inside and out. Um, we were talking about those different signs that someone in the family could probably look at and probably tell something's going on.
0: Just never leave it. Like, I, I mean, you never you never know what kind of sick urges someone has in their head. Just you don't never know leave. nobody. Nobody, nobody. Not your brother, not your uncle, not your cousin, not your nobody. Nobody, not your son, nobody. You don't know what kind of sick. Thoughts that person is having. Just don't leave an an innocent child alone with any man. Just like wow,
1: some some people might be offended by that too. You know,
0: and that's fine. Mm. That's fine. I I I mean, that's judge me all you want, Mm. but I'm I'm. This
1: is what life experiences has done, and it's really fucked up. This
0: is where where taking someone's choice away from them comes in, like you said.
1: Hmm. What would you tell another young girl or a girl that's listening to this now that wants to talk about this, that wants to come and say something that may be going, you know, I have a lot of listeners, you know, that age from, you know, a lot of different age ranges. Um, This could be somebody right the fuck now that's listening to this shit. Um, I know you said that you would tell your younger self, listen.
0: Say something. Yeah. That's my, 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 my two, the two biggest things for me are to speak up and to not blame yourself. Even when, even when others try to make you feel like it was your fault, it is never, it is never your fault. It is never your fault, no matter how long it goes on, no matter how long it takes you to actually speak up. It is never your fault.
1: Wow, um, powerful stuff I really do hope That my listeners um, You know, got A lot of information from An episode like this There's a lot of pain in this um, Types of conversations There's a, there's a lot of uh, You know Guilt that someone may feel That they have And it's, it's like she said Like, real talk that is somebody else's demons, and unfortunately, it has affected you negatively, but I don't think that it could take over you. I don't think that it could stop you from living and accomplishing. I don't think that it could stop you from succeeding. Um, I really do think anyone can come back from this, you know, to the people that unfortunately take their lives from some things like this to people that abuse themselves and try suicide and, you know, try those different ways to um deal with the pain. There are ways to bounce back and we strongly encourage you to speak on it, talk about it and help someone else, man. And keep your ears out and be cautious and very careful about who you leave these children with and in front of, and you know we just have to protect our children at all times. At all times, we have to protect our children. Um, this is Trapping Anonymous. This is Raped Anonymous. My name is Chris Styles. Let's get it. This episode of Trapping Anonymous is engineered by Bunshanya Lunsford.